0: if you have your Bible today, I would like for you to turn with us to the third chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. St. John chapter 3. The Bible said there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi... We know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, or whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Now, if I should have a text today, it would be verse seven. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Now Jesus told Nicodemus, ye must. Be born again. You say, Brother Allen, can you be saved and know it? Yes, I'm glad you can be saved and know it. You say, Brother Allen, how do you know that you're saved? Well, I know that I'm saved because me and the Bible corresponds. The Bible said in 1 John chapter 5, verse 10 through 13, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness In himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given unto us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. I'm glad you can be saved and know it. Did you notice verse 10 in 1 John chapter 5? It said, He that believeth on the name of the Son of God hath the witness in himself. Now the first reason why I know that I'm saved is because I've got the witness on the inside. I've got the Holy Spirit living on the inside. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 16, He said, And I will pray the Father and And he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. The Bible said in John chapter 16, verse 7, 8, and 9, Jesus said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's expedient for you that I go away. For said, If I go not away, said the comforter will not come unto you but said, if I go away, I will send him unto you. And said, when he's come, he'll reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, "...and of judgment, of sin, because they believe not on me, of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you see me no more, of judgment, because the Prince of this world is Judge." Now on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came to stay. The Bible said in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4, "...and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together in one accord and one place." And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it set upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now here on the day of Pentecost, they receive the gift of, of languages. The tongue was not unknown, the tongue was made known. And the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. The Bible said in First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwelleth in ye. Now if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Now Jesus said to the church at Laodicea, in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, He said, Behold, I stand at the door knock if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him, and he will me. Oh, thank God for over 16 years now, we've been supping together. I've had the Holy Spirit. I've had the Holy Ghost living on the inside. The Bible said in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, Paul said I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ." Liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. The Bible said in First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, What know you not? That your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost Which is in you Which you have of God And you're not your own For since you're bought with a price Therefore glorify God In your body and in your spirit Which are God's And the first reason why I know that my name Is written in the Lamb's book of life Is because I have the witness I have the Holy Spirit Living on the inside Oh praise God when I got saved, the Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body whether it be Jew or Gentile, whether it be bond or free, and have all been made to drink unto the one Spirit. When I got saved, when I got born from above, I got baptized into the body by the Spirit of God, and according to Ephesians chapter 5, that made me a member of His body, of His flesh, and of His bones. Oh, praise God. I'm glad you can be saved and know it. The Bible said, Romans chapter 8, verse 6, For to be carnal-minded is de- But to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. For the carnal man is enmity against God, for it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you're not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you, now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Makes no difference what kind of emotional experience you've had. Makes no difference what church you belong to. Makes no difference what preacher baptized you makes no difference how good a person you've been if you don't have the Holy Spirit if you don't have the witness on the inside then you've never been born into the family of God The Bible said, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, the Bible said, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye ye have not received the spirit of bondage, again the fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby ye cry, Abba, Father. Then in verse 16, the Bible said, The Spirit itself, or the Spirit Himself, bears witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And the first reason, why I know beyond the shadows of any doubt that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life is because I've got the witness on the inside. I've been led by the Spirit. He's been living on the inside of me for over 16 and a half years, and if I never do feel good anymore, I'm saved because I've got the witness on the inside. And the second reason why that I know I'm saved is because of Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. The Bible said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, when I got born again... About sixteen and a half years ago, I was made a new creature. They said that I was the meanest boy in Gordon County. But when I got saved, when I got born from above, I was made a new creature. The Bible said in Romans chapter six, verse one and two, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? The Bible said in First John chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, Hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I knoweth him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. The Bible said in James chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, If any among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his own tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. But the Bible said in verse 27, religion and undefiled before God and the fathers this, to visit the fatherless and the widows and their afflictions and to keep himself unspotted from the world. The Bible said in Ephesians 4.24, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness, the Bible said in galatians six fifteen for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision but a new creature and when I got born again sixteen and a half years ago, I was made a new creature, old things were passed away, and behold, all things were become new. Oh thank God that I was made a new creature now that 's the second reason why that I know that I'm saved. Then the third reason why that I know that I'm saved, the Bible said in 1 John chapter 3, verse 14 and 15, for we know that we pass from death unto life because we love the brethren. The Bible said, whosoever hateth his brother, in verse 15, is a murderer. And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. And the third reason why that I know that I'm saved is because I love my brothers and sisters in Christ. The Bible said in 1 John three eighteen, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. The Bible said in 1 John chapter 4 verse 10, herein is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be a propitiation for our sins. The Bible said verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. The Bible said in 1 John chapter 4 verse 19, we love Him because He first loved us. And verse 20 said, if a man say I love God and hate his brother he is a liar for he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And the Bible said in First John chapter 1 and verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin. And the third reason why I know that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life is because that I love my brothers and sisters in Christ and if you don't love your brothers and sisters in Christ and if you've got murder in your heart uh, towards your brothers and sisters in Christ then that's good evidence makes no difference how many experiences you've had you've never been born into the family of God now, the fourth reason why that I know, I know that I'm saved is because that I love the church. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2, Upon the first day of the week, let every one of us a lay by and store as God hath prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. And the Bible said in Hebrews 10, 25, to forsake not the assembling The assemblings of yourself together as the manner of some is. Now I can understand these people that'd rather go to a race, or they'd rather go to a ball game, or they'd rather go to an organization meeting as go to church. I can understand folk that says they're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, and they don't love the church. I tell you, when I got saved, when I got born from above, I've been saved sixteen and a half years, and I praise God for good health. I don't believe that I've missed over two or three Sundays in sixteen and a half years. I don't think you ought to let a little headache keep you at home. I don't think you ought to let a little snow or a little cold weather keep you at home. I tell you, if you stay out of church, I believe you ought to have a reason. I mean a reason. And if you're too sick to go to church on Sunday, I know that you'd be too sick to go to work on Monday. And the fourth reason why that I know that I'm saved is because I love the church. Now, the fifth reason why I know I'm saved is the 119th Psalm and verse 140. The Bible said, Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servants loveth it. And the fifth reason why that I know that I'm saved is because I love the Word of God. The Bible said in First Peter 2.2, 2, As newborn babes desire, the sincere milk of the Word, that they may grow thereby. The Bible said in Acts 17, 11, talking about the people at Berea, said these were more noble than those at Thessalonica in that they received the Word with all readiness of mind and they searched the Scriptures daily whether or not those things were so. I'm glad that when you get saved, you'll love the Word of God. And if you're a preacher studies and prays, and he preaches the gospel, and he preaches in power, I can understand folk that don't love the gospel. I don't understand people that don't love the Word of God, that can't stay to 1215 or 1230 or 1245 or 1 o'clock on the Lord's Day. I can't understand people that grumbles and complains. They just don't have appetite, absolutely. And the fifth reason why that I know that I'm saved is because I love the Word of God. Now let's go back to my text. John chapter 3. The Bible said there was... A man of the Pharisees Named Nicodemus Now I want you to notice Nicodemus was a Pharisee Now he was a very Very religious man Now the Pharisees They believed in fasting I believe twice a week And they tithed But listen you can fast And you can tithe And you can belong to the church And you can be baptized Or you can be sprinkled And if you've never been born again You'll die and go to hell Unprepared To meet God. Now Nicodemus was a Pharisee. But Jesus said in Matthew 5.20 For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed that word exceed means go beyond the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now Nicodemus was a Pharisee. And Nicodemus was not only a Pharisee. Notice what the Scripture said. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Now, Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews. You say, Preacher, what does that mean? That means that Nicodemus was a member of the Sanhedrin court, the highest religious court of that day. And there was only 70 men that was a member of this high religious court, and Nicodemus was a ruler. He was a member of the highest religious court of that day. And Nicodemus was living just as clean as anybody in the state of Tennessee, the state of Georgia, or the state of Alabama, or anybody in the United States, saved or unsaved, Nicodemus was living a dedicated, separated, a consecrated life, but Nicodemus was natural-minded. Nicodemus didn't know nothing about spiritual things, because. Nicodemus had never been born again And Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews The Bible said the same Came to Jesus by night And said unto him, Rabbi We know that thou art a teacher Come from God For no man can do these miracles That thou doest, except God be with him Now Nicodemus was not only A Pharisee, he was not only A ruler of the Jews But Nicodemus was a master In Israel Look at verse 10 it tells us that Nicodemus was a master in Israel. You say, Brother Alan, what does that mean? That means that he was a teacher or either the overseer of a Jewish synagogue. Now, you can be a Sunday school teacher. You can be a deacon. You can be a pianist. You can be the organist. Or you can... Listen, you can be the choir director, or you can sing in the choir, or you can sing solos, or you can sing in a duet, or you can sing in a trio, or you can sing in a quartet. But if you've never been born again, you'll die and go to hell unprepared to meet God. Now, Nicodemus, number one, he was a Pharisee. Number two, he was a ruler of the Jews. Number three, he was a master in Israel. Number four... Nicodemus was a Jew. God's chosen people. God's covenant people, the Jew. But listen what Jesus said in verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You say, Brother Allen, what's Jesus talking about here in verse 3? He's talking about being born from above. The Bible said in John chapter 1, verse 12, "...but to as many as received Him, to them gave He the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed upon His name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God." And the new birth from above, and God is the author of the new birth, and His Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is His most active agent... And the most wonderful miracle, the most glorious miracle that's ever been performed, the miracle of regeneration, being born from above. You must be born again. Now look at verse 4. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a ruler of the Jews, a master in Israel, a Jew, but he didn't understand being born again. And you know the reason why he didn't understand? It's because he was natural-minded. And the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 2.14, and you know the reason why? That people don't understand today. A lot of church members don't understand the things of the Spirit of God because they've never been born of the Spirit. They've never been born from above. And that's the reason why that they don't understand. They've never experienced the new birth. They've never been born from above. Oh, it's wonderful today to be saved and know it and you can be saved And know it. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, For I know in whom I've believed, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto himself against that day. Now look what Nicodemus said in verse 4. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? And be born See Nicodemus was natural minded Nicodemus could not Understand spiritual things Because Nicodemus Had never been born again Then look at verse 5 Jesus answered Barely Barely I say unto thee Except a man be born of water And of the spirit He cannot enter The kingdom of God Now you say Preacher Allen What do you think the water talking about here In verse 5 Do you think it's talking about Immersion Baptism Do you think it's talking about River water Creek water, uh, ocean water, lake water. No, I don't think the I don't think the water in John chapter three and verse five is talking about natural water at all. You said, Brother Allen, uh, what do you think's talking about? I think it's talking about the Word of God. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-six, that He may sanctify and cleanse it by the washing of water by the Word. The Bible said in 1 Peter one twenty three, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The Bible said in James 1.18 Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be the kind of first fruits of his creatures. The Bible said in Acts 4.12 or Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And that word quick means it's alive or living. And the Bible said in Romans 10, 17, So then faith come up to hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Bible said in Romans 1, 16, Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for said it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Thank God for the word of God. When Peter preached that great sermon on the day of Pentecost and used the keys for the first time the Bible said in Acts 2.37 that they were pricked in their hearts. You know what pricked them in the heart? The Word of God. The Bible said, John 8, 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The Bible said in John 17, 17, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. The Bible said, John 15, 3, Now you're clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. The 119th Psalm, verse 9, Said, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Then the Bible said, listen, I want you to follow me real close and Look at verse 6 now of John chapter 3. Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. In 1937, October the 4th, I was born into the natural family. I owe my natural birth uh, to my mother. But in 1955, I was born from above. I was born of the Spirit. The Bible said in Ephesians 2.1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and in sin. The Bible said in John 6, 63, It's the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh prop of nothing, the words that I speak unto you, their spirit and their life. Oh, praise God. 1955, I was born of the Spirit. I tell you, it's wonderful. And if you don't know that you're saved today, you can know it. And if you could get saved and not know it, then you could get lost and never know it. I'm so thankful today that I've been born again. That which is born to the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit and marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must, ye must, ye must be born again. Have you been born again? This is the only way to heaven for the rich folk, for the common folk, for the poor folk, for the yellow folk, the white folk, the black folk. This is the only way Ye must be born again. Now, briefly in closing, I want to give you the plan of salvation. The Bible said Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. Romans 3.23 said, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 5.12 said, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death was sin; so death was passed upon all men, for all have sinned. The Bible said, Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5.8 said, But God commendeth His love towards us, in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And Romans 10.9 said, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And the Bible said in verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Trust Him today as your personal Lord and Savior. And may God bless each and every one of you. It's our prayer. In his name.